Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. This week we've been talking about what I'm not saying. And in other words, uh, a lot of people, when you get talking about Christians getting involved in government, uh, then, oh, no, 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 separation of church and state. And they think you're talking about creating a theocracy. They think you're talking about basically restoring the Holy Roman Empire and, and making it be in America through the church. We're not talking about any of that. Because, again, all of those things are really violations of the jurisdictions that God has established. God has established self-government, family government, civil government, and church government. And so with that, those always have to stay intact. Now today I want to read from Matthew 25, and we'll just read verse 25. But with this, I'm going to kind of, we're going to wrap this up today and tomorrow. But we're still talking about what we're not saying but I want to get into when we take the, the truths of what we're supposed to do and we understand the boundaries that God has established. That what, what does this really come down to saying? And, and ultimately, it comes down to individual stewardship. That's really what it comes down to. And we're not saying anything that does away with individual stewardship. Because at that point, if we're saying, oh, we want to create a situation where, where the church dictates what everybody can do. We're not talking about that because that does away with the jurisdiction of self-government. There has to be the individual stewardship. Now, Verse 25 of Matthew 25 is part of the reply of the man that was given one talent and he buried it in the ground. You know, the others, you know, they, they brought it back and they had doubled uh, what they had been given. And each one of them was told, well done, good and faithful servant. And, you know, this guy, <laughs> you know, man, I know, you, you tough, you tough, you hard. On things. So, he says in verse 25, I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. And he goes on and says, the master of the house said, you wicked and lazy servant. <laughs> you know, take the talent away, give it to the one that's already got 10, cast him out. You see, at that point, the bottom line again and this is ultimately what we're talking about, is individual stewardship has to be in place. We're not talking about anything that removes individual stewardship. Anything that removes the individual responsibility, that's not what we're talking about. We're not saying that. Because the, the responsibility of the individual, and that's whether it's self-government, civil government, 
or even family government because if you would, a family is made up of individuals and you have to make choices in there. And now I'm not saying that, you know, there, there's a point where, uh, well, I'm not going to go down that path. Uh, we don't have time for that. But anyway, but individual responsibility has to be in place. We're not saying anything that removes individual responsibility. See, a good example of this is the Garden of Eden. God gave Adam and Eve the dominion over all the earth, over everything. Psalms 8 puts it this way. He gave them dominion over all the works of his hands. And then they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He told them not to do it. But he didn't stop them from doing it. They still had their individual stewardship. They still had their personal responsibility. Now, at the same time, God didn't stop the consequences. God told him, he said, listen, the day you eat of the tree, you're going to die. Now, <laughs> it's almost like some people think God killed them. God said, yeah. it's almost like they said that God said to them, listen, the day you eat of that tree, I kill you. <laughs> no, God did not say the day you eat of that tree, I kill you. He said, no, the day you eat of that tree, you'll die. In other words, God is saying, if you eat of the tree, the tree will kill you. The tree will kill you. Death will come from you partaking of the tree. God didn't kill Adam and Eve. God didn't make them die spiritually. God didn't make them die physically. Disobedience made them die. Their choice made them die. Again, God didn't say, you know, you eat that tree, I kill you. That's not what he said. It's not what he said. That's not the way that went down. See, they had personal responsibility, but with that personal responsibility also came the benefit or consequences of their action. Now, evidently, because later on in the chapter, uh, chapter 3, where it's talking about this, it says that God put two angels in the east part of the garden to uh, guard the way of the tree of life. And, and what God said there was, lest they eat of that tree and live forever. You see, evidently, if they would have chosen the tree of life, they would have received immortality. But they didn't get that benefit. Why? Because of their individual stewardship, they got the fruit of their decisions. They got the fruit of their actions. So instead of living forever, they died spiritually that day and eventually died physically, got separated from God. God didn't stop the consequences. He let the consequences come. But with this, individual responsibility, individual stewardship,
always has to be in place. Again, we're not talking about anything and we're not saying anything that would remove the individual's choices, the individual's responsibilities. See, the bottom line is if you look at it right now, in our society, it's really the rest of society that is saying, we will remove your responsibility. We will remove your consequences. You know, if, if you have these actions, we will make sure we take care of you. We will make sure these things are in place. We will you won't have any of the consequences. Your choices are not going to matter. So as a matter of fact, we will make your choices for you. <laughs> That's really a large part of what is being offered. And it's amazing to me how, how many people are just fine with somebody else making their choices and their decisions for them. Uh, that's not me. That's not me. That's not, not the way I'm wired. It's not the way God wired anyone. There is individual stewardship. There is personal responsibility, and it has to be in place. Again, this guy with the one, I was afraid. I was afraid. Went and hid your talent in the ground. You see, a whole lot of what's uh, driving, taking away individual responsibility is being afraid. Fear is driving it. Well, you know, if, what, if, what if this person makes the wrong choice? What if they make the wrong decision? Oh, we can't have somebody making a bad decision because of the consequences for that. They will suffer. Do you really want them to suffer that way? No. But I firmly believe in people having the right to make their own choices to make their own decisions. You see, the bottom line is only with personal responsibility do you ever have maturity. Because our society is taking away more and more of the responsibilities of people, we have a society that is increasingly immature, that don't know how to live life don't know how to deal with life. And in all honesty, uh, it, it, it is the, the, the shapers of thought in America that have created this dilemma. <laughs> it's time we rebel against them uh, from that standpoint. We need to not buy into it. They, they are ultimately destroying our nation by removing the concept of individual stewardship personal responsibility. No, that has to be a, that has to be in the mix. We're not talking about the church seeing over everything and then making everybody's decisions for them. No, that is not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches again, individual responsibility, individual stewardship, and and an accountability for both receiving the benefits and also receiving the consequences. 
There's a lot of people, well, we just want everybody to have all the same outcomes. No, you're destroying individual stewardship. You're destroying individual responsibility. And it's all done in the name of fear. Well, if you do that, aren't you afraid that this person will not? I understand. But people have been given the power to choose from God. And you see, in all honesty, God will never take that away. He didn't take it away from Adam and Eve when they started to eat of the tree. The only ones that do that are tyrants because they know better. They know what's best for everybody else. So they will make the decisions. They will make the choices. And you see, if anything, what we're teaching is not a, you know, not a return to the Holy Roman Empire. It's not, not a theocracy. It is really more of a return to individual stewardship, personal responsibility, and, and, and the church actually speaking the truth in all levels. The bottom line, politician, if they're casting a vote, that's their vote. It's not the church's vote, it's their vote. But they, they not only will they be held accountable by the voters, hopefully, but eventually they, they will be held accountable by God because it was their vote, no one else's. God bless you. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 312. Augustus Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augustus Seed online at AugustusSeed.com.